So the king prepares for his triumphal entry in Matthew 21, verses 1 through 7. I've just told you about that. There were two crowds, one from Bethany that had come with him that had witnessed his raising Lazarus from the dead. They were from that area of Judea. They knew what this guy could do. And also there was the crowd of foreigners that had come into the land, and they were there in Jerusalem, and there was just a, a general feeling of people talking about, will he come, will he come, will he show up? And the whole crowds are, are expecting Jesus to come. Now I'd like to begin tonight with the king cometh. As he approached the city, the prelude I've called it, John 12, 13 tells us that the people took palm branches and laid them before him. Now this is just his approaching. This is before he gets there. As they are praising him in Luke chapter 19, and I'd like you to turn there with me tonight, in Luke chapter 19, in Luke 19 and verse 35, and they brought him to Jesus, that means the little colt, they cast their garments upon the colt, and they set Jesus thereon. And as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. This is as he is coming toward the city. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. He answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these could hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. As he approaches the city, the multitude that has come with him from Bethany get excited when they see the disciples bring the colt and set Jesus on it. They knew what was happening. Truly, he was going to ride in as king. He was going to do it. He was going to challenge the Pharisees and the Jewish leaders. He was going to make an open display of his kingship. So they got excited. You know how sometimes you get excited about Jesus and you get beside yourself and before you know what you've done, you said, Hallelujah! You know what I mean? Well, that's what happened. It was just kind of spontaneous. It was just kind of uh, just the, the thing that happened. It just flowed naturally. And as they just begun to praise him, the old Pharisees standing on the sidelines didn't like what was going on, and, and they tried to shut him up. And Jesus said, uh-uh, this is appropriate. If those were to keep silent, the very rocks would cry out. Praise God. Hallelujah. And friends, I want to tell you something. I believe that God, if some Christians don't begin to praise him in some of the churches across the land, he's going to have some of the best singing pews we've ever seen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so, as Jesus turns and rebukes the Pharisees, we find in the following verses, then when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it, saying, If thou hast known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace. But now they are hid from thine eyes, for the days shall come upon thee, that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee round, and keep thee in on every side, and shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children within thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. Boy, there's a message there. Mm. In the midst of the praise and the worship of him as Messiah, he weeps. He stops 
as he can look over the sea, and I've seen pictures, and maybe you've seen them, of Jesus looking over the city and praying and weeping. I remember when I pastored in Winnemucca, Nevada, I went up, there was a mountain nearby, and in Nevada the air is real clear, and you can see for miles and miles and miles. There was a mountain right by our city, and I went up on that mountain one night to look over my city. And as I looked over that city in Winnemucca, Nevada, I thought how Jesus must have felt because it was a wicked city. Gambling and prostitution were legal, and all of the corruption that you can imagine went on in that little city of 5,000 people. And I thought, my, how Jesus must have felt as he looked over Jerusalem and wept that night. 